Hey everybody, Jim Malone here. Coming to you live on Dallas Trading Floor the one day after um, after uh, uh, the holiday, the July 4th holiday. Thanks. Uh, I had a great time, by the way. I was down in Austin. Seeing all the sites down there. Um, well, it looks like tonight, today we're not going to be broadcasting on TikTok because it looks as if TikTok is down, believe it or not. And uh, so kind of surprising to me, but, uh, you know, hey, whatever. <laughs> it is what it is. You know, we seem to go through these periodic uh, periodic issues. So uh, we're, not, we're down on TikTok right now, so I can't uh, broadcast there. But, uh, we're, of course, we're on... Um, we're we're on uh, YouTube. We're not on we're not on uh, Facebook today either. Some technical issues on that on that as well. Uh, boy, you know uh, it seems like we're on we but we are on um, uh, Periscope and on um, uh, on Twitch. So we're 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 some places, but we're not everywhere. We're not everywhere we'd like to be. You know that that famous thing that Visa says. You know it's everywhere you want to be. Well, not quite. <laughs> Not quite. So um, let's get into it. Uh, let's let's get into it. Let's, oops, there we go. All right. So basically, uh, just kind of want to give you a, a heads up on kind of where the market is at currently. Let's put up the banner here. There we go. Um, basically, we're we're almost even on the Nasdaq. We're down just I mean just a hair. Uh, but we're still above that very critical, um, that that cri very very critical 14,000. Uh, we're very, that 14,000 level, which is very very critical. We're still above that. The S&P is off a little bit today. So is the Dow. Uh, volumes up though on the uh, on the Nasdaq, which is good. But basically, we're kind of, eh, it's a sort of a sideways market to be honest with you. And uh, you know that's kind of just how it's how, how it's coming coming around. There is one bright spot though and of course that is Apple and Apple's moving very very nicely today. It's up uh, about 1.6% and it broke through a very key level that key level being 137. 137 is a key level on Apple because that is a buy point and if you know if you if you trade kind of the can slim way which I do uh, uh, every there's their resistance places and there's there's their ceilings and there's floors this was a ceiling. Uh, Apple moved through this on convincing, uh, very nice volume here. Um, you know, very, very, very nice volume. It's up, so that's looking decent. And uh, so Apple is trading very, very nicely uh, right now. The relative strength is getting stronger. It's 63. Of course, we typically like to see. You know, we we typically like to see um, Apple. You know, we typically like to see 80 on the relative strength line. But you know, 63, I'll take it. <laughs> I'll definitely take it. Uh, it's a, it's a good number, uh, and it's coming up. Just kind of want to show you kind of the stocks I'm in currently. Uh, <clears throat> I'm in uh, still in a Blackstone Minerals. This is an oil. It's down a little bit today, <coughs> about 0.15 percent. Not a whole lot. CrowdStrike. I'm in that. It's up nicely today, 4.43 percent. I want to cover that in just a sec. Uh, I, I, I want to cover CrowdStrike in just a second because I think it's good. DocuSign, this is another stock that, I, that I'm in, and it's doing quite well. Uh, I just bought a little bit more DocuSign. I think this is right below a buy point, about a 290 buy point. So this is one you might want to take a look at as well. A little bit down L Brands, not much, just $0.47. Cents. Microsoft, I'm down, but I'm up overall. 
Nike uh, up today, 23 cents, not a lot. Uh, not a lot of volume on Nike, but it's doing well. NVIDIA, of course, is the story, um, and that's moving back up. I, uh, I bought another, I bought 100, another 100 shares uh, today. I kind of jumped the gun, bought in at about uh, uh, 8.30. It's pulled back. It's now about uh, 8.27 when this was taken a few minutes ago. I do expect coming into the July 19th split, we're going to see it hopefully move above about uh, 8.50. The uh, people in the, there's been a lot of speculation on this, of course, because I think a lot of the investment banks have gotten flat-footed on this one. I know that some of the people I've listened to, I, I'm surprised they're now coming in and talking, you know, of a 9.50 target for for NVIDIA when, uh, you know, I thought, of course, that several weeks ago, but whatever. Uh, this Remember, NVIDIA is flitting four for one. It's a leader in its category. And right now, there's not a whole lot of places to go that have this kind of, you know, uh, right now there's not as many places to go that have this kind of uh, potential, of course. Uh, as you know, uh, NVIDIA is going to be uh, merging with a company called Arm. It's a technology company in England, very, very uh, terrific company. They make low-powered chips for servers, and this is really a key technology going forward. And of course, uh, NVIDIA is a leader in AI chips, and AI is becoming bigger and bigger, so it's just a kind of a thing. So uh, NVIDIA is going to be splitting four for one July 19th. I do expect it to run up to about July 19th, and then I do expect a pullback. And I probably will be selling on about July 19th, and I'll be waiting hopefully for a pullback. And then when that starts moving back higher on the split shares, then I'll probably be back in again. So that's kind of my, my trading plan for uh, NVIDIA. Marvell Technologies down 19 cents, not a whole lot, um, not a lot of volume here. This is another chick maker. Uh, I may or may not stay in this one, I don't know. Uh, Apple seems to be doing good. Apple and Microsoft both doing doing pretty well today. Um, um, it's it's uh, it's not showing in my gym stocks. Yeah, it is. No, there it is. Okay, I have Microsoft. So I I um, I'm I'm in Apple, of course. Uh, that's up. I do think we're going to see it move up to the 147 uh, buy point. That's the next level of resistance on Apple is about 147. And then if it does move beyond there, I think we're going to see about up to about 166. But I don't expect that to happen probably until. Uh, you know, about the October time frame. But uh, Apple's looking good. Uh, down a little bit on Santander. It's just down 36 cents, but the volume is incredible. I do think that there is an accumulation going on here with Santander. Down a little bit on the trade desk. This is also a good stock, but we'll see. I don't know if I'm going to hang on to it or not. just depends on how it trades. Here is the allocation in my small portfolio as of current. <laughs> and, of course, number one is DocuSign. And then we have Microsoft and Nike, and as you can see, these are all based on my profitability. The zero is 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 Blackstone Minerals. I'm 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 even on it. I'm down one percent on Santander, and I'm down three percent on the Trade Desk. And of course, the way this works is that I tend to uh, consolidate, and as they move up the value chain, I always sort by most profit, and as it moves up, that's who I add to. So that's why you get the this kind of ranking. I'll probably be adding to Microsoft and possibly to Nike on this one. Maybe to CrowdStrike. I want to take a look at CrowdStrike as well. But you can see that's kind of how how it plays out. Now, if you're interested in the exciting <laughs> Dell's Trading Floor Mug, and this makes a perfect gift, by the way. Makes perfect gift. We've had three orders so far, and I'm excited because maybe I'll get 10 or 20 orders on this. That would be great. That would pay for that would pay for it. But anyways, it's coming in 
uh, basically coming in probably uh, by the end of the week. I'm going to be starting sending these out. But it's the official Dallas Trading Floor mug, and that's a $6.95. And uh, if you go to this HTTP bit.ly uh, bit.ly slash Dallas Trading Floor and just click on that, it'll show you how to order it if you're interested in that, of course. And then, of course, for everybody that's on our, our uh, Discord, special Discord service, um, we're going to be hopefully putting some training together soon. I'm, I'm, I'm working on this. I just haven't gotten around to everything. Uh, so that'll be kind of nice. But it's also a community of like-minded trainers. And we have special options and stock trades just for members only. And, of course, uh, direct access to me as much as I can get to everybody, try to get to everybody as they're coming online. So thanks again for that. Uh, let's get now to some of the questions. All right. Thanks for coming in. And let's see. Uh, what price is NVIDIA? Uh, uh, okay, let's take a look at the NVIDIA. Right now, I'm going to go to the chart, and I've marked up the chart here, by the way, for NVIDIA. So that's going to be, uh, you know, that's going to be available. And let's take a look at the MarketSmith chart for NVIDIA. Let's move into that. Okay, great. And change over to that window. All right. So here we are with NVIDIA. Uh, and I'm looking at the weekly chart here. So you can see we're, we're almost... Oops, that's Apple. Help if I got the right one. That's NVIDIA. Okay, there we go. I'm going to go back to the daily chart here for NVIDIA. This is kind of how I've been, I've been playing it, as you can see, showing where my purchases are. I did a purchase today right at about uh, 8.30. Pulled back a little bit. Um, you know, I started, I started accumulating right about here at... Uh, 648. I'm a little bit of bandwidth issues here today. But one of the reasons why I, I, I decided to come in here and buy 100 shares was I was starting to see that volume come back in. Volume is so, so important when you're looking at that, at, uh, you know, at add-on buys. I always want to buy when there's going to be a lot of volume. And so, as you can see, this is a, this little blue line here. This is, this is, this is positive buying volume. This red line here, of course, is the average line. So anytime it comes up and hits that or goes above that, that's an awful lot of buying because this is an exponential, not a linear scale. So I want to be buying when everybody else is buying, and that's kind of the deal. Um, I'm kind of like a little minnow. I'm just following along and seeing if I can get some, uh, some good stuff. The volume's up. It's not up a whole lot, but it's up 4% over normal. Uh, and let's take a look at the 10-minute uh, at, at the chart. As you can see, it's recovered a little bit from earlier in today. It kind of pulled back people were taking lunch breaks and then it came back and so I think we're going to probably going to see a fairly strong finish today hopefully um, you know hopefully and, and if we do then I think we're going to move above hopefully this uh, this this 830 range now here's the thing I do expect when we come to July um, July 13th and let me let me kind of put that in on the chart just kind of uh, you know let me let me let me kind of put that in on the chart. So I'm going to go get the the markup tool here, and I'm going to kind of just show you where I'm talking about in terms of July 19th. It's right about here, you see. So if I go up here and I kind of go here, I draw this down. And I'm going to I'm going to put it at about July 19th. So I'm going to kind of move this over just a tad. There we go. All right. So. That's showing us kind of the trend. I'm going to put a, uh, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to put a trend line on there, 
to kind of show you how the trend is 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 trending with uh, with within with Nvidia. So let's do that right now. Hopefully I'll get that. Yeah, there we go. So it's trending kind of like this, as you can see. So to do the prediction on kind of where I think it's going to be when it splits, and of course this is July, I think it's going to be right about here, which would make it about, let's see, one, two, three, four. Okay, one, two, three. So this would this would make this at about 850 or so. So that's kind of what I'm predicting in terms of, well, maybe it's a little bit higher than that. Let's see, one, okay, so these are one, yeah, these are, these are, uh, okay, so this is 100, so this is 50. So I do kind of see this by about the July 19th time frame. I do see this potentially at about, uh, closing in on 900, 900 right there. So I do think that, you know, based on that, so I'm going to put that in there. I'm going to put a little, uh, predict, I'm going to put a little box in there. Yeah, there we go. All right. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to say, you know, it's going to be, um, you know, uh, I th um, close on 900 by uh, August, uh, no, July 19th when splits four for one. So that's kind of that's kind of what I'm looking at, but basically following this this trend line here is I do think we're moving right up this trend line. And by July 19th, that's kind of where I'm triangulating. So that's kind of where I expect it to be based on the way it's been trading, as you can see. Uh, it's very, very strong trading. And as you can see, the, 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 the lines are very, are very well, are very well, um, are very well spread out. This is the 10-day line, 21-day exponential, 50 and 200. So as you can see, everything is lined up very nicely there. It's trading above the 10-day line. So at least into... Uh, it, at least, at least into July 19th, I kind of expect it to be getting kind of close to that um, that uh, 900 number. So I think that's very reasonable. Uh, I'm probably going to be selling when it gets there, and then probably buying back. So kind of an interesting thing. Um, I want to take a look at uh, Apple because that has made a nice breakout, and uh, and I did uh, I haven't added to my position. I did I did add. Uh, last week to it, I do, uh, but that is also starting to make a very nice move. Uh, and of course, this is Apple uh, right here. We moved with Apple. We moved above that very key 137 level, very very key. And then I'm showing kind of my early buy points. My my early buy points were on the reversal, and then uh, I did uh, set the stop at 134.31 and then I've just been moving my stop up. We're currently in a buy zone right now for Apple. The buy zone basically starts at 137 and it goes up to, let's see if I can get the exact number for you. Hold on. Yeah. It goes right up to about 130, 143.50. So if you want to accumulate Apple, not a bad time to be uh, accumulating Apple as it pulls up into the buy zone. Now, the thing about it, you don't really want to buy it a, too much above about 143.50 because it could pull back basically to the buy point at 137. So this is a good time to possibly be considering uh, going in a little bit harder on Apple and building a position. I think that we're going to see some nice movement on it. So very, very nice there. All right. 
Um, thanks for waiting on that. All right, um, let's look at CCL. That's Carnival Cruise. I am not a real fan of Carnival Cruise, as you probably know. Um, not that I not that I don't like cruising. Uh, it's just that I think it's going to have a lot of trouble uh, because you know, as the reopening trade happens, they're really not going to be profitable for about two years. And as you can see, we have fallen below the 50-day moving average, and we have not gotten a bounce yet. Now, if it's going to reverse, it's going to reverse soon. If it doesn't reverse by the time it gets close to the 200-day line, it's going to go a lot lower. Um, but uh, let's look at the weekly chart because really it's the weekly chart that tells the tale. Yeah, I do think we're starting to see it move below. If if it if 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 Carnival cruises below uh, 24. Uh, 30. If it flows above for about 24.30, it's about 50 cents away from that right now. I would be a seller. I would be a seller on this one at about 24.30 if it pulls below that. It does look like we're in a downward trend. The relative strength line is coming back. We're starting to see a lot of volume on the selling coming in. Not a good time for Carnival Cruise. So I just think you got to be careful on this one. I would set my stop losses very tight if I were in it right now, and I would consider liquidating my position at about 24.50 on that one, 24.50 on Carnival Cruise Lines. Let's look at uh, another reopening stock, and of course this is probably the strongest of the airlines, LUV, and it is, LUV is, um, uh, is Southwest, and it is a great company based right here in Dallas, but you know none of the travel stocks really, even though there, even though there's a lot of demand, and I do think that airlines are going to recover a lot faster than the cruise lines. This one is pulling back as well. Um, you know it it it's in a buy zone, but barely. So let's take a look. It but it's it's in a it's in a downward trend. Basically, I want to see it see if it bounces at the 200-day line. I won't, I'm not interested in this one currently. So what I'm going to do here uh, for everyone is I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to draw a reversal line. And what I'm doing here, just so you'll know, is that I am looking to see, when, I'm, I'm looking to buy this if there's a change in the general direction. Currently the trend on love is downwards. So I'm drawing this line here from its highest high to its intermediate highest high. This if 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 the stock moves above this line, then it's going to be reversing higher. Right now it's not. Right right now it's going down. So uh, it has a relative strength of 53. I would definitely sell this if it moves below the the 200-day line. And that 200-day line currently is at about 51.50. So we're very close to that. We're at 52.60. So. On a technical basis, I would not let this fall below 51.50. That's where I'd place my stop loss on on uh, love. So both of these, I'm not very bullish on them. They're both pulling back. I would consider possibly putting your stop loss in on love if you're in it at 51.50. It falls below that. I think you want to sell uh, just because of the technical action on it. You just don't want to, you know, get caught like that. All right, CRM. Okay, goodness, this has been falling too. This is, of course, everybody is Salesforce. I'm sure that you know this. Uh, CRM is just not ha not looking good. Uh, it is currently in a downward trend, and it, it it is pulling higher. But let's take a look. Let's let's put a reversal line in there just to see, you know, even if it's possible to buy this on reversal. So it has reversed higher. That's definitely the case on this line. It's definitely reversed higher. So it's you you could argue that it is it it is viable at this level but 
you know, I just would be very careful. Um, you know, it has pulled above that 250 mark, which is good. So if I was in it right now, I think I would be, you might have to sell it if you're in it right now, uh, depending on how long you've been in it. But if you're, if you're looking to move into it, this might not be necessarily a bad time because it is pulled above that, it is pulled above that 10 day line and that's a key level. Um, so the question is, would I buy this one? Well, it's got a good checklist, 88%. It, it's, it's got good ownership. Um, but I just, I really kind of want to see it come up to the buy point at 270 before I buy it. Um, and you're, you're in at 215. So that is, okay, well, yeah, I would hang on to it. Here's the thing, here, here's the thing, Bill. If you bought, if you bought CRM at 215, that's an excellent buy. That's right about here. That's right about here. Um, here's what I would do on this. I would set my stop loss at the 10 day line. So here's what I would do on this. Uh, well, don't sell it now. You're, you're, you're in a good profit position. Set your stop loss at the 21 day exponential, which is two, which is 241.90. So what I would do, Will, on this one is set my stop loss 241.90. I'm going to put that up on the, so you can see that. Uh, so, you know, I would, you know, set, see if I can get it here. I would set stop loss on CRM at um, at the 21 day line and that is I'm just going to look at that it I would set the stop loss at the 21 day line it's it's 24180 So that's what I would do with CRM. I don't. I don't think you should sell it. Let the market decide if it's time. Let let the market decide. Will if it's time to sell it or not. Let it go. Let it run. It's 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 looking pretty good. I would set my stop loss at 241.90, and then as it moves above, I would just keep moving that stop loss up. But that's what I would do. I would not sell this right now. You're you're in a winning stock, so. I would I would not be a seller. Just keep that stop loss in there, and then if it pulls below that 241, then you would be a seller. So that's uh, so that's uh, that's what I would do on it. That's what I definitely do on it. Uh, even though GBTC now indicates a uh, cardio amount uh, crypto, I just follow the BTC. Um, I saw something. Absolutely, that is very very good, Kate. Thank you, thank you very much for bringing that up. Here's this is this is how I trade. Bitcoin. Now, I don't trade Bitcoin directly. I use the GBTC. Why do I do that? Well, because the GBTC is an ETF, and I can do all kinds of things with an ETF. I can sell options against it. I can do all kinds of things. Just anything I can do with the stock, I can do with an ETF, and GBTC is an ETF. Now, here's the problem right now with Bitcoin. The way I'm seeing it here, based on the way that GBTC is trading, we are in a downward trend. I have driven the trend line there. We have not broken the trend line. So currently, it is not a good time to be going into. Uh, it's not a good time to be going into Bitcoin. It just isn't based on this. It's, this is what. It, this is what it's telling us. Uh, it's basically telling us we have a strong relative strength line, but we are still in a downward trend. The trend on the GBC is downwards. So that means that because it is downwards, we have to be very careful because. Um, you know, be, because with a downward trend, we just don't want to be buying into, uh, you know, we just don't want to be buying into Bitcoin. Let's just take a quick look and kind of see where the Bitcoin price is. 
And I want to take a look at this. Yeah, okay, so we're still in the channel. Um, and basically what's happened, um, you know, you know, basically what's happened with Bitcoin is that it's sort of in this channel from about 30,000 on up to about, um, uh, you know, you know, on up to about um, uh, 40,000. And right now, uh, as of, you know, basically as of today, it was trading at 3490. It's, it's off a little bit uh, off on the month one month chart. I want to kind of look at the five day chart, see how it's trending. Yeah, and it's still trending. It's just in this channel between about, um, you know, well, actually 31, 32 in here, actually a little bit more, about 32.50 on up to about, uh, it looks like about even about 34. So it's in a tighter channel. As the channel narrows, we're likely to see a breakout, probably the upside or downside. I'm looking at the downside based on based on the GBTC chart. So looking at the GBTC chart, what I think we're going to get is we're going to get a narrowing in the price of Bitcoin between, you know, right now it's it's trending between about 32 on up to about 36. When that narrows down to about a $1,000 or $1,500 spread, then it's going to move either up or down. And based on the GPTC, I'm saying down based on what I'm seeing on that chart. So that's kind of how I'm, how I'm looking at the short-term move of Bitcoin. I do expect we're going to have a downward move, and I do think we're going to have it probably within a week or two based on the way the, uh, the 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 price is trending at least least from what I can see, at least from what I can see. So, great question on great great question on crypto. Um, <coughs> the one to follow, of course, is the you know the one to follow, of course, is the GBTC because that is that is Bitcoin <coughs> and Bitcoin is the predominant, uh, the leading uh, crypto. So that's definitely what you want to see on. Right now, the uh, bit, uh, Bitcoin to dollar price is between 32,000 and about 36,000. Currently, it's trading about 34. As that narrows, as that uh, that amount that that narrows on a, on a on a day to day or a weekly weekly basis, then it's going to move decisively up or down. I suspect it's going to move down based on the GBTC uh, chart. So that's a very very good question. Uh, question from Jeet on Chewy, and of course Chewy. Is sort of pets. Pets. I don't know if you're old enough to remember this, but you. Um, I, I was actually in Sil Silicon Valley when Pets.com was happening, and, <laughs> and Pets. I, um, oh, I'm sorry. Chewy. C H E. Oh, okay. I had Chewy's Holdings. That's the Mexican restaurant. I really like Chewy's, as you can tell. I probably like it too much. Um, but let's look at Chewy the. C H W Y. Chewy's restaurant is a is a local here in Dallas. Well, it's a, it's a chain, but it's very good. It's a very good it's a very good Mexican restaurant. If you're into Mexican food like I am, it's definitely a good one. It's it's Tex-Mex. This isn't really truly Mexican food. So let's look at Chewy, <coughs> the company <coughs> that is sort of like used to be like Pets.com. See how it's doing. Well, it's pulled above the 200-day moving average. I still don't like this stock at this level. I I still don't I, I still don't like it right now because it I just it's just not powerful enough for me. I really want to see it move above about you know 92 or so before I'm interested. And in again, it definitely has reversed, but extremely but but kind of weakly. It's moving sideways. The relative strength is only 59. I'm not really liking that. If you looking if you look at the relative strength line, I want to show you this. I'm going to draw a line here, and this line basically is 
where the relative strength line is today and where it's been. Well, it's been a lot higher. It's been a lot higher. So here's the thing about this on the checklist, and this is something I don't like, like about it, is that it's off of its high. It's 15% or more off of its high. So if I, w it, I wouldn't be initiating a position here. If I did have a position, I would be pushing my stop loss up. If I had a position in this one right now, and I wouldn't be buying this right now, but if I had a, if I had a position in this one right now, I would set my stop loss right now at about 81.25. We're currently at 84.42. That's kind of how I see Chewy. So I wouldn't be accumulating it here. If I had Chewy, I would be moving that stop loss up to about 81.45. That's where I'd be. All right. Question on Ford and F. You know, an F is a tough one to play. I uh, I was in for it. I got shaken out. Uh, it's it's back down again. You know, uh, Tesla's weak too. So the the automobile sector seems to be adjusting here a little bit. I want to take a look at Tesla chart right after this one. But right now, uh, you know, Ford made all that great gain. And it's fallen back and it's almost back down to the buy zone. The top of the buy zone uh, right now is. The top of the buy zone is about 14, yeah, 14.44. So we're at 14.53. You know, here's the thing. Um, depending on where you bought it, I would consider putting a stop loss in on this one at the, um, uh, you know, at the 50-day line. Here's what I would do. If I was, if I own this one right now, I would put a hard stop loss in at 13.73 because 13.73 is where the, uh, the the 50-day line is. If it falls below that, then it is is definitely heading lower right now it's heading sideways so not a good time not a good time to accumulate in ford i would be setting a stop loss on this one uh, right now um basically uh, at the at the 50-day line or at about um or, or at about 1375 or so that, that that'd be where i was setting my stop loss so i, I would don't let don't let your losses pile up on this one um, you know, it does look like it's moving back, unfortunately, on Ford. I want to take a look at Tesla because, you know, it did, uh, you know, it was moving nicely. Um, I have not been in Tesla. I've been waiting kind of for it to to break out, to, to, to make a move. Um, and I think I have a note on, on the reversal line. So basically, here's, here's um, what I'm seeing on Tesla. I've drawn these lines here. I have this... I have this 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 line of resistance. This isn't a true buy point here. This is this is this is a sort of a temporary buy point. What do I mean by that? This is a line of resistance, and it didn't punch through it. I would only buy it if I moved above this line of resistance. You see, and it did. It wasn't able to do it. So hopefully, it'll it'll make another try at it. And it'll push above this line of resistance. But I would not be in. I would need, but not be going back into Tesla unless. It, it moved above at least uh, it, at least 509, uh, 709, possibly 710. So I just would be waiting on this one. Uh, it looks as if there's, again, just a lot of overhead supply here, and it's just going to have trouble getting through that level. I really am not a buyer on Tesla until it moves above about 780. So, um, again, but I think it will. Uh, it's just, it just needs time, I think, afraid. I'm afraid it just take, takes time to, to, to happen. Question on XELA. XELA. Let's take a look at XELA. X. Uh, XELA. And that is interesting. Provider of transaction processing. Okay. 
this is another trend. There's a lot of there's there's a lot of competition in this space. By the way, I was just down in Austin uh, this weekend, and there's an interesting thing down there. It's actually up here in Dallas too, but I noticed it more down in Austin. It's a it's a company called Toast, and they seem to be very very big in the restaurant space, and it's kind of cool. They all automate. It's a it's a cloud based service, kind of automates everything for that restaurant. You know. You, the reservation, the you know when you go in, you just uh, you use your your iPhone or your Android to take a picture of the QR code, and you know it comes up with the with the menu, all that kind of stuff. Kind of cool. Uh, definitely, a lot of people are using it. So I, interesting one. But this is a very crowded space, and this stock it's just too cheap for me at 293. I just am a little bit scared of this one. I'm more interested in a stock that's going that's that's a little bit better in this space. I know that you're probably not going to like me saying this, but I think that when you want to look at a square, I just think it has a better chart, even though I'm not a buyer of square right now. But instead, in this payment space, you know, it's you know, there's several really standouts. Of course, square is in there, and of course, PayPal. Now, I do have a, um, you know, for full disclosure, I do have a spread. On PayPal, I think PayPal is the superior one, even in the payment space. It's funny. I mean, I, I was down in uh, Austin, as I said, and and I used uh, I used PayPal. Um, you know, I just use PayPal. It's just second nature. I think I've had PayPal. I think I've had a PayPal account for 20, almost 20, over 20 years. I mean, I, I literally had it like, you know, back in the 90s, if you can believe it, when I started out. So it's just continues to do well. Uh, this has a cup with handle formation. Uh, if you're looking for something in the payment space, and I do think the payment space is the place to be. I don't think the banks are the place to be. I think the payment space, payment space, and possibly the low-end consumer finance area are the place to be. Because I also think that SC a Santander consumer is also very good in this space. I don't think the banks like J.P. Morgan and uh, and and uh, Chase and uh, America, um, uh, Bank of America are very good right now. I think that uh, in this space, in the payment space, I think I really like pay I like really like PayPal. I'm not as excited about Mastercard or Visa, by the way. I do think that this is the future. This is where you ought to be looking. The relative strength is moving up. It's currently 78, and at 80, of course, it's, it meets it it uh, it checks all the boxes. But right now, it's checking an awful lot of them. It's 88 percentile. 88 out of 100. So the only thing that isn't checking right now is the relative strength, and it's at 78. It's 2% off of that. So I've, I just see continued strength in PayPal. I just, I really do. I see, and, and if you want to be in the payment space, I know that it's tempting. The other one's tempting because it's a, you know, it's a, it's a low, it's a very inexpensive uh, stock. But be careful with those inexpensive stocks. I, if you're on the action trailer, it's by the way, I'm going to be sending out a listing. Of high-quality, low-price stocks, you really it, with. It's much harder to buy low-price stocks because they typically don't have nearly as good of of a profile as the other stocks. So you got to be careful. What I what I do is I send out periodically. I send out to my list of everybody that's on the action trailers. I send out the under $10 list because I am trying to find only ones that I think are have the p uh, potential, the relative strength that's high enough. And if you're not on that list, easy to get onto www.sendfox.com slash Dallas Trading Floor. And uh, I'll probably be putting that, I'm hoping I'll put it about that tonight. I got kind of kind of rushed on the weekend. I was going to put it out, but I didn't. And I apologize for that. But uh, that's a good way to go on the lower price stocks if you're interested in those lower price stocks that are potentially 
very highly rated. And you really want to go with the highly rated ones. It's just easier to make money that way <laughs> than it is, than it is uh, the other way. Okay, so let's take another look. Uh, thoughts on Upstart. Should I sell it uh, at one, 121.50? Just don't know where you bought it. But um, let's look at let's look at the chart on it. You know, huh? Um, thoughts? Should I sell it or stay in? Uh, oh, uh, at one twenty one fifty. You know, I would. Huh, this looks like to me. This chart looks like we're gonna have. Um, yeah, it. it it, it's still very, very strong, but I, I, it's, this is a very volatile stock. Um, you know, I have a, I, I have a, basically a sell in here. I'm going to reactivate that at, at this price. Um, you know, I had my stock, you know, if uh, at 115, we're just really close to that. I, I think you could stay in it, but here's the thing. I think you got to put a stay. I think you got to put a stop loss on this one. And I think you got to draw a line in the sand. And, and I think at the absolute minimum, you want to stop loss at 115. I, I, I think maybe even 117 for this one. So that's kind of where I would be at. The we would be at it at. I, I would be at that level, just because I think that, you know, uh, it's it's very very volatile. And I and I think that it may be better merchandise right now than Upstart. I I was thrown out of it. Good question, KLIC. I was stopped out of this one today. Uh, I sold out when it went six percent down. I'm very strict on that, on my on my portfolio. If you'll notice, you know, you probably didn't notice it in the small portfolio, but um, and I and I'll I'll hopefully switch back over there. But it's um, this. It, what happened is we had we had a we had a test of the uh, you know we had a test today of the 50-day line. Not a not a fun thing to happen. Uh, it did bounce right up, so there's a lot of program. You can tell that there's a lot of programmatic trading in this. If you'll notice, it went right down. It went from the 10-day line all the way down to the 50-day line, and it bounced. So I do think we're going to see some support, probably at about uh, at about uh, the the buy point on it. And the buy point on it, of course, is is 57.50. So here's the thing. I I think that it might be a good idea to lighten up on this right now. I would definitely not uh, move into this anymore. Uh, I think that this is likely, this is losing, from from what I can tell, I think we're going to be trading down a little bit on this one. I'm also looking at the relative strength line, and that's headed south as well. So it does appear to me that this one is starting to lose strength in this. It's probably a good time to sell it. Uh, it this is it's probably a good time to sell this one uh, because it is losing strength, and it doesn't. it is, appears that it's bounced on the... Um, the 50-day line, but it looks like if it reverses lower, and I think it very likely to, uh, it's going to go lower. So here's what I would do: I wouldn't sell it immediately. I would I would stop pushing. I would I would get my stop loss in. I, was, I would set my stop loss on this one. I'm gonna I'm gonna put an alert on here. Let's see. I'm gonna look to see. You know, let's 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 look to see exactly where it closed. Okay, so it closed at 55.61. I would put my I would put my stop loss at 55. And then if it, if, it, if it pulls back tomorrow, you'll be out. If not, then you'll still be in it. You can move it up. But here's what I would do with this. Um, uh, here, here, here's, what I, here's what I would do with this, with this one right now. I would uh, pull this back here. Pull this down here. I would uh, set 
uh, my set stop loss at 55. That's what I would go good till cancel. GTC. Because it is moving up here a little bit, but it, the overall trend, the, the the overall trend right now, is downward for this for this issue. So, I would be setting my stop loss right, and I'll show you this at 55, and that's and that's sort of exactly where I'd be putting it in, right right about there, just a tad above the 50-day um, moving average. I think that's where you got to cut losses on this one if it pulls back. It, 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 it looks like it's trading sideways. Hopefully that'll be the case, but you don't want to get caught flat-footed on this one. You want to make sure that you're, you're at a good place to, to stop, uh, and I think the stop was, you know, uh, prudent at about that level, so there you go. Okay, uh, next question. Thank you. Uh, SVNA. 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 And let's see if I get did I get that right? S V N A. No, C V sorry, C V N A. Sorry about that. <coughs> there we go. Carvana. Carvana seems to be doing great. I uh, I saw a Carvana delivery this weekend. It was kinda interesting. Um, yeah, I mean based on ba based on this chart, you know. Carbana seems to be doing good. Seems to be doing the right thing. You could, I'm drawing a an aggressive. Uh, I'm trying an aggressive reversal line here, um, and it's definitely above that aggressive reversal round, right below the buy point. The buy point is 323. So this is viable. This is viable. You could you could even add to this if it moves above 323. So wow, that is that is looking. Uh, you know that's looking good. So it, you know it, this is viable right now. So so interesting, interesting. I wouldn't have said that for Carvana, but you know I, I and again I'm a technical trader. I'm I you know I I'm more interested in the chart action than I am in the company. And this is good, very very good chart action. 88 relative strength. Uh, this is looking strong. You could accumulate here. 88 checklist. Very nice. Very nice. Here's what I would do. Uh, if you bought at this level, I would I would start putting my stop loss right in, about at the uh, 20, 20 um, about at the 21 day line. Let's let's get that in there. Hold on. I have a little bit of bandwidth, a little bit bandwidth uh, problem. Okay. So if I did that, I would probably be putting a stop loss in at about 295. Uh, that's pretty. Then that's pretty wide. So um, this is viable right now, at this level, right below the buy point. But we're off, as we're moving through a reversal, this is a good way to buy. And uh, Carvana is a good. It's good stock, based on the chart. You know, based on the chart, it is a very good stock. So there you go. Amazing, <laughs> amazing, amazing. All right. Uh, okay, I'm going to take this one. Uh, Frank J. Uh, Apple price this week, uh, 145. Good question. <coughs> Let's see. This is going to be a short week, of course, um, you know, because we only have a four-day trading week. <coughs> but I do kind of see, I do kind of see us move above, and I'm going to see, I'm going to put a temporary line. I'm going to kind of see, this is a little crystal ball action here. So let's kind of see if we can get an idea of where, yeah. So 
I do believe by the end of the week, yeah, I definitely think we could see 245. I definitely think we could. Uh, we're 242 right now, so could we see 245? Yeah, I think we can. I definitely think we can. So I would say yes. I, I would definitely say yes on 245 uh, by the end of the week for Apple. I think that's very, very in line. Very, very in line with uh, with things there. Uh, so, 245 with Apple. That that looks like an absolute doable number for me. All right. Question: Any stocks? What stocks do you recommend this week? Well, I will show you some stocks that I, of course, really like. Now, this one's very expensive, and it's really not a good time to get into it. But I do think it's going to accelerate before July 19th, and of course, that's Nvidia, NVDA. And I did, I did buy, um, I, I did buy 100 shares this morning. I will probably sell those on by the by the uh, um, by the by the 20, um, uh, you know, by by the July 19th. But right now, um, Nvidia, uh, I do think is looking pretty good. It's it's uh, it's sticking about this 8:30 level. Hopefully, it'll move past that. So I definitely kind of recommend Nvidia. Also, Apple is setting up very, very nicely as well. This is another one I recommend, Apple. I think you possibly will do well with this one at this level. This is a very good time to buy it. The other one that I really like is DocuSign, D-O-C-U, is the symbol on that. I have been increasing my position on DocuSign. It is currently right at a buy point, and this is the one I really want you to focus in on, is DocuSign, and uh, D-O-C-U is the um, is 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 the is the number there? So, DocuSign is is the one that I think you really should look at, Andreas, uh, for this. Uh, that would be a very good number, uh, you know, to to possibly start looking at it at. Okay, um, let's look at some other ones. Um, oh, look at a credit spread. Um, very good question. Thank you very much. I am doing well, by the way. I uh, came back on a nice vacation. Thank you very much for that comment. Um, uh, any credit spread suggestions on NVIDIA? Good question. I do think that we are going to see NVIDIA move to about the two, um, to about the 790 level before, uh, well, no, excuse me, <laughs> to about the $900 level. Uh, on and about the end of July, so I do think that and it will split two for uh, two, uh, four for one on the 19th. So um, I will see if I can put together something for you on that credit spread on Nvidia. All right, and that would be a very quick one. So I do have several of those, but uh, and I am in several of them myself. But I just I don't know if a new one. I, I may put uh, put together a new one as well. Thank you. Everybody was telling me banks are going to drop this month. That's true, actually. I think so. Uh, a lot of the banks are in trouble. Uh, the big money center banks are one you really want to watch out for. Uh, Bank of America being being at the top of the list, of course. J.P. Morgan. They're not going to they're not going to go out of business, obviously. But I don't think that they're as strong. Let's take a look at the at B of A. Um, uh, so B A C is of course the symbol for Bank of America. And uh, it does. It's starting to. It's starting to pull back here. 
this is a daily chart, and as you can see, we do we're starting the beginning of a downward trend. It looks as if it could not hold the 50-day line, and so unfortunately, this is probably going to pull back. I suspect we're going to see it come down below 38. That's my guess. Probably 38, 37 is going to be where it's at. But right now, I don't think, at least in the very, very short term, I think the money center banks are not doing all that well. So you got to be careful with them. But that's a good thing that you mentioned that. Uh, let's look at IQV. Uh, let's look at IQV. And IQV is uh, biopharmacal development. And this is a biotech. I am not a fan of biotech stocks, as you know. I think they're very hard to trade. There's more biotech companies out there <coughs> than any other group. So this is a tough one to trade. Um, <coughs> I probably would not be a buyer of this, even though it's a decent chart. What I would instead do, <coughs> and what I'd said to do is look at some of the stocks that might benefit from this kind of development. One of the one of the stocks that I really like is a company called Viva Systems, and it's symbol VEEV. That one I think is viable. It it provides the drug development pipeline software, and this one is moving into a buy point currently. There is a buy point on this one at 225, uh, a buy point. So this is definitely viable right now. So instead of buying the biotech, why not buy the picks and shovels play? And that's Viva Systems. And uh, it's it's moving on a new all-time high. Now, the only concern that I have with Viva Systems, it's recovering from a, ro a relatively weak relative strength. Currently, the relative strength is only 59 on this one. So it's not as powerful as it's been on, you know, it's been in the past. So that's something to look at. But and and here's the chart of Viva Systems. You see, nice nice trend. There is a buy point at 326. 326 on Viva Systems uh, is a good is a good buy point. So instead of going for the the biotechs directly, why not go for the biotech software company that everyone is uh, buying their stuff? That might be a bad idea. Hi, last week you assessed entry for Neo at around 57. Uh, let's take a look at Neo. You know, the problem is the auto groups have just not been doing as well as I would have liked to have seen it. Neo, I, I am personally, I'm not in Neo, and I haven't been in it for a while. Uh, I still think that if it doesn't get beyond about 57, that's right here with this. I just don't think it's viable. Right now, it's been pulling back. You know, I, I'm pretty much sticking to that. If it moves above about 57.20, then I think it's moving higher. But right now, it's going sideways. So. For Viva, uh, for for Neo, I think I, I just wouldn't be in it right now, unfortunately. I know a lot of people really, really like this one. Okay, thoughts on Yeti, potential buy point at 91.18, 94.18. Let's look at Yeti. Um, and this is all this is based in Austin, interestingly enough, too. This is of course in very into some some um, products for outdoors. People really, really like this brand. Um, you know, it, 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 it's okay, but it's extended right now. So Blake, I like that, Blake Edwards. Is that really your name? Uh, I really like that name. That's, of course, a famous director who drank, directed the Pink Panther series. Uh, if you probably know that. But uh, anyways, with Blake, um, right now it's going sideways. It's, it's still a pretty good stock, but I just, I think it's extended. I think you really, the time to have bought this was when it was moving above about 80, 89 that was the time to be in it. Um, right now, I think that you know it's just it's just not uh, as it, it, 
above above 84, I don't think it's viable. I think you're going to have to wait for another base on this one. So I would watch this list, watch list this one. I would not buy it at this level. And I think that's kind of what you got to do on this one, unfortunately. All right. Uh, let's look at SCVL. Of course, this is Shoe Carnival. And this one uh, will be splitting um, four, two for one on the 19th of July. Um, I did I, I did have a play on this one. Um, and that may or may not, I may or may not have been right about this one. Uh, it does appear to be holding up after hours just barely at uh, 69.80. Hopefully it'll bounce here. Who knows? It may pull as low as, as, as 62 before it bounces. I hope it bounces before then. Uh, that's kind of what it's looking like to me anyways. Um, but uh, I'm still in it. Uh, as you can see, it kind of has a tendency to, to bounce at the it kind of has a tendency to bounce at the 21-day line. So let's take a look to see kind of where it bounced. Okay. Uh, 69.44. So it did, it bounced right at the, <laughs> it bounced right at the, um, it's interesting, it bounced right at the 21-day line. So it does appear we're going to be hanging out on the 21-day line, hopefully, and it will reverse higher. But right now it's in a little bit of a, a micro downtrend. O overall, it's an uptrend. The stock is overall in the uptrend, but it's in a micro downtrend. So hopefully, it'll pull higher. Uh, I haven't. Ch I've. I've. I've been closing a bit of my positions. I closed half of one of my spreads, um, and I may close the rest. But to right now, I'm still holding it, and hopefully, it will, <laughs> it will move higher. I hope so, or else I'm going to be very sorry. Um, no, uh, I, I'm going to reduce my position before that happens. All right, so let's see. We haven't. I haven't reviewed Baba. Some of the Chinese stocks have been. You know, they've just been. It is. It just hasn't been like it was last year. Um, Baba is in a long-term decline. Well, not in a long-term trend, but in a relative, in a, in a downward trend. It just right now is not a buy. I'm going to put a. I'm, I'm going to reactivate the trend line. And of course, what this is, is that again, it pulled right to the trend line, and it is up after hours a ten cents. But I, the overall trend of this is downward, unfortunately. It made an attempt last week to break out of it. It failed, and then it pulled back down. So I'm seeing a lot of selling going on here. I know that DD.com has run into some very big issues, Mark. Um, so right now, I just uh, the Chinese stocks right now, I just are just too are just too risky. I, I just think you need to probably pull back from the the Chinese stocks a little bit. You just really do. Because uh, they just aren't trading right, um, you know. You can make money in them, but you know, there's other opportunities um, that I think are stronger right now. I just think they are. Uh, let's look at Marathon Oil. Marathon Oil is looking good, by the way. Marathon Oil is looking very good, Jay. Uh, we're, you know, it does have a little bit of resistance at 14, but uh, and it is a little bit extended. The buy point on Marathon was this cup with handle formation at 12.34 which was very good, uh, and, and that was a great place to buy. There was almost no chance to buy it, though. It just, just zoomed up, and it was just, you know, it moved, above, it moved above that range so quickly. But I do think this one is trending higher, so, uh, you know, I would not be out of this one. This is not a perfect place to buy it, I'll be honest with you. Uh, I, but see if, this, see if we pulls back and it reverses. I don't think it's going to pull back all that much, but it might pull back a little bit more. I still think this is a good stock and this is a great chart. So, 
you know, very, very good uh, on that. I, I think I think at least in in the you know, next six months, I think Marathon ought to do be, ought to be doing very, very, very well. Let's look at Tesla, um, and that really is, you know, last year basically the automobile manufacturers were just totally dominated by Tesla. They still are. This is the highest valued company, you know, and there's a, unfortunately there's a spat going on in China. This is one of the reasons why there's a little bit of risk in the Chinese stocks right now in that they're trying to knock down uh, Tesla. Tesla is such a superior product to just about anything else on the market in the electrical ve electric vehicle area. You know, you just have to, I, I mean, the way I view it, there's in electrical vehicles, there's Tesla and then there's everything else. It's just still the better stock. Now, that said, with Tesla, we have this 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 uh, this line that I've drawn along here. This is not a reversal line, by the way, but this is sort of Jim's reversal line. This is the line that I want to see it move above. Uh, it it really is not viable, I don't think, until it moves about above 7 to 80. So I just I, it, it's it's painful as it says. I think you got to sit this one out. If you do have uh, if, if if you do have some. Uh, some Tesla, you might want to consider putting a stop loss at about uh, 660 because I don't think it, it should fall. You know, hopefully that you want to draw a line in the sand on there. So that's kind of my view on that. All right, we have one last, you know, two last questions. One is Churchill Capital CCXI, and then of course Micron. Um, let's first take a look at CCXI. I am not a fan of this stock. I'll be honest with you. This is a this is a uh, SPAC. This is by uh, Bill Ackerman, and uh, I just I don't I think he's a little bit of a snake, to be honest with you. But uh, I can't seem to bring it up. But let's bring up let's 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 bring up uh, uh, Micron MU. And MU is trending downward, unfortunately. I you know I have. I have not made money. I've tried on this one so many times. This is a great company, but for some reason I can't. It's like it's like AMD. I've never been able to figure this one out or play it right. It's in a downward trend. I think they had they had excellent earnings. Their earnings were up 122%, but it's in a downward trend. So I just I'm going to stay away from this one right now just because I think it's not it's not at the right place. It's not the right place. Let me see if I can get up CCXI. Probably be my last uh, question for today because. Um, we do. We weren't able to broadcast on TikTok today. They're having some technical difficulties here, and this is develops interesting. I don't. Is uh, it CCXI, CCIX? Oh, it's CCXI. Excuse me. This is another kind of penny stock. I, uh, I, 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 you know, it is fourteen dollars. Penny stock. That's not for. That's not. That's not fair. I. It, this has got a relative strength of one. I just think you got to be very, very careful with this. One. I would avoid this one. I would avoid this one. Well, everybody, uh, it is uh, it's running in about an hour here. I gotta uh, you know probably sign up for today, but thanks everybody for for uh, taking a look today. I'll be back at 3:30 Eastern tomorrow, 2:30 Central, and uh, with all your questions, um, uh, you know try to get all your questions. Uh, if you're not on the action trailer, it's a great idea. Uh, it's easy to get on and just have to go to. Um, www.sendfox.com slash Dallas Trading Floor. So until tomorrow at 2.30, thanks again for taking a look, and I will be back tomorrow with more of your, and totally answering more of your questions. Happy trading.